If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Ha <laughs> ha, now I'm showing my age. And yes, I'm a very old lady. And for most of my life, having a beautiful body was really important. So my very personal question today for you is what do you want your body to look like? What do you want your body to feel like? Yes, to touch it, but to feel like on the inside. What do you want your body to do for you? And what are you putting into place to make sure that you look the way you want to look, you feel the way you want to feel, and you can do all the things that you want to do? That's your physical body. And of course, if you go looking for information about how to be fit, how to be strong, how to be lean, how to be healthy, how to have a great body, how to be physically a high-performing machine, there's a lot of contradicting information. So I'm literally coming from my heart to yours because as an exercise professional, as an old lady who every single day of my life since the age of 10 I have been exercising, I haven't missed one single day, and as I always share, just as a side note because I'm not a fanatical freak, I have also brushed my teeth every day since I was 10, I've had a shower every day, I've worn clothes every day, I've eaten food every day, I've breathed air every day. So for me, exercise has just been a normal part of life, which of course I would love for everybody. That's my puppy dog saying hello. But this driving force to have a beautiful body or a driving force to be really fit, really strong and be able to do all the things that you want to do, uh, could that be different for everybody? And that's why I'm asking you personally, are you accepting average? Are you unwell, unfit, out of shape and you don't want to be anymore? Or if you are in great shape, do you want to stay that way for the rest of your life? So for me, who's exercised every day of my life, it was a okay, I want to keep doing this. And I never dreamed that 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100, I've met some people that are over 100 that are still exercising, they're still playing their sport, they're still dancing, they're still making love to their partner. They have a physically active life because they're fit and strong. So how do you know what to believe? How do you know what's the right information? And that's where it becomes very, very complicated. And again, from my heart to yours, if you are an exercise professional or if you're a coach or if you're giving information about eating and exercise, could it be really responsible or would it be irresponsible to not know your anatomy and physiology? Could it be really important to be continually learning how the human body works? And for me, as a driving force every single day. Yes, I exercise every day, but I'm also learning every single day. I would never, ever, for one single minute beeswilly of time, and of course beeswillies are very small, uh, would ever think that I know about anatomy and physiology because I'm constantly learning. And every day things change or we learn more or there's more in-depth information available. And I just, it, it perplexes me. <laughs> That, and I'm sure you do this too, where you open up social media and you see exercise programs and people delivering information about exercise, and it's just BS. And I share that with passion and enthusiasm because I don't want people to get hurt. I don't want people to get injured. I don't want people to waste their time. I don't want people to do ineffective exercise. I'm sure you're the same. If you're delivering information about eating and exercise, I'm sure that you don't want to hurt people. Can you imagine what it would be like? If you give somebody information about how to exercise and they end up with a busted knee or a sore back or a sore shoulder or they can't exercise anymore, wouldn't that just be awful? Well, do we not need to reduce the risk of that? So all I can ask passionately is, do you know your anatomy? Have you learnt your physiology? And I'm not talking about learning it parrot fashion so that you can pass a test. 
Uh, to me, that's just ridiculous because anybody can Google muscles and bones and origins and insertions and, and energy systems and, and uh, the, what makes what makes up the body. And you can even Google all the different ways the body works. But it's the applied anatomy and physiology that I think is really important. So there's three questions that I always ask. Are you rock solid? Do you know how to get people fit, like really fit so that their internal body systems work effectively? Every single one of their systems inside their body is working at peak performance. Central nervous system, endocrine system, digestive system, skeletal and muscular system, immune system, everything that drives the human body, is it as fit as it can possibly be? And then are we as strong as we can possibly be? So are we giving people information that will get them really fit and really strong? But in the three things that I think are the most important, safely, effectively, and fast. If I give somebody something that's unsafe, that means they can't exercise if they're busted and broken. That would just make sense, yeah? If it's really slow, is it possible that they'll, they, won't, they can't stick to it? Even if you think you've got the best exercise program but it takes an hour a day, is it possible there are people who won't do that program because it's just too long? The reverse of that, there might be people that think that's too short because they do two or three hours every day. Uh, so is it important that, yes, we know how to get people fit safely, effectively and fast, get people strong safely, effectively and fast, and it fits with their lifestyle? Uh, the person that can exercise for two hours every day or they are at the moment, is it possible that there will come a time when they can't exercise for two hours every day or they're too busy or they've got children or their job takes over or something happens? And is it possible there are lots of people who think they need to do one or two hours or even 30 minutes or 20 minutes and if they can't find 20, 30 minutes an hour, they just don't do anything at all? Here's a great question to ask. What is the quickest, tiniest amount of exercise we can do to be in peak physical condition. Uh, the, the medical professionals will talk about this when it comes to medication or drugs. Every drug's got a side effect. So there's a point where the effectiveness of the drug uh, stops and the side effects or the, the bad effects of that drug take over. And when you look at exercise as medicine, which is obviously what I do and have been all of my life, because a fit, strong, healthy body is less likely to get sick, less likely to be diseased, less likely to be depressed, less likely to need pharmaceutical drugs. Uh, if, I, if, it, if it comes to a point where I can't do it because it takes too long, or I'm not motivated to do it because it's boring, or I'm not motivated to do it because I'm not getting the results that I want, then of course that medicine, exercise as a medicine, becomes ineffective. So what's the minimal dose to make sure that I get the results that I want and the side effects don't affect the positivity of that particular activity of the exercise? And that's where, if you don't know your anatomy and physiology, applied not just to how to get fit and how to get strong, but applied to the person's lifestyle. So yes, if somebody can exercise for an hour, what is the most effective way for them to exercise for that hour? Not just waste 60 minutes just because they've got 60, but if they've got 60, what's the best result they can get in that 60 minutes? Versus if somebody's only got six minutes, what's the best result that they can get in that six minutes? Or what if they've only got 60 seconds? And that's where if you understand the, the fundamentals, of course, of the energy systems, the energy timeline... Uh, where energy comes from and how your body uses it. To me, that's the alphabet of anatomy and physiology, which is the phosphate system, the lactate system, and the aerobic system. If you have a fundamental understanding of how they work, is it possible that you would never give somebody a long exercise program? Because the phosphate system, and I always say phosphate fit for a reason, 
if I'm phosphate fit, it means that I can uh, do everything else because the 100% effort system, which gives me 100% result, means that the other systems work effectively. If I'm 100% phosphate fit, then I'm more likely to be lactate fit and more likely to be aerobically fit. And I just put that into simple terminology. If I'm as fit as I can possibly be, is it possible that I can do everything else? If I'm as strong as I can possibly be, is it possible that I can go and do everything else? So if I'm really fit and really strong, can I climb mountains? Can I ride horses? Can I go swimming? Can I dance at a nightclub all night? Can I have a baby? Can I handle stress? Can I overcome challenges? My brain's fit. My endocrine system's fit. My bones and muscles are fit and strong. I can do everything if I'm phosphate fit and I'm phosphate strong. Now, the beautiful thing about those two that go together is the fitter you are, the harder you can go, uh, but the quicker you recover. But none of that happens if you've got weak muscles and bones. So if you're phosphate strong, so if you get as strong as you possibly can be, lifting as heavy as you possibly can in the shortest period of time in the safest way possible, and those three words keep coming up, don't they? Safe, effective, and fast. Why would you give somebody an exercise program that was unsafe, ineffective, and slow? And that's where I'm begging, and you'll often hear me do this. Romax is all about being healthy, fit, and strong for the rest of your life, staying healthy, fit, and strong, not having to stop and start because you're demotivated or because you're injured or because you're bored. But the thing that you're doing keeps you motivated every single day to want to keep getting healthier, fitter, and stronger. And that's why I can stand here as an old lady, because everything that I've done from exercise as a, as a headspace has been about how can I be really fit? How can I be really strong so that I get all the benefits of exercise? Not I exercise to lose weight or exercise to fit into my clothes or exercise because I have to. I bloody want to. I want to be lean and fit and strong and healthy so I can go and do all the things that I love doing. And as an old lady, when you can climb mountains, when you can go skiing, when you can work in the garden all day long and lift heavy things, when you can run marathons, when you can uh, go on a, a, a long flight and not arrive completely screwed up and jet lagged, they're all the things that when you've got a fit, strong body, uh, it becomes really exciting. So please, if you're giving information about exercise and about food, please could you learn how the human body works? And I'm sure that that how do I put this without being, I get upset, uh, uh, emotionally upset sometimes. It's, I, I find it even difficult to share that. But the simplicity, the human body is complicated, but the sim- simplicity of being fit and being strong and applying that to somebody's lifestyle, it's not that complicated. Get fit to get puffed, lift heavy to get strong, do it safely so you don't hurt anybody and keep it short so you don't waste people's time. Doesn't that make sense? If you're giving somebody a long exercise program, they're not likely to stick to it forever. If it's not working, they're not likely to stick to it. If they get hurt, they can't stick to it. So would it be a good idea to analyze every exercise that you're doing or you're giving to other people? And of course, you can do whatever you want to your own body. But if you're giving advice to other people about exercise, could it be a really good idea to not regurgitate somebody else's opinion, not deliver somebody else's information, not because I've heard it and I believe it because it's been in my lifestyle my whole life, I'm going to give out that same information. How about we ask ourselves the question, why am I doing this and how does it work? And do I really understand what it is that I'm doing? What's uh, And I always use the example of the, the skeletal system. If you don't look after it, it will, it will break down. So if you don't look after your bones, you'll get osteoporosis and you'll get thinning bones and, and they'll break easily. Uh, but if you put shearing forces across the joints that connect the, the bones together, so if you put uh, compression forces or traction forces through a joint, 
pretty safe. If you do it over and over and over and over, it's not very safe. You'll end up getting injured. But if you do, if you push or you pull through a joint, that's what it's designed to do. But if you put uh, shearing forces and rotational forces, particularly at speed through a joint, is it likely that you're going to injure that joint? And please say yes. If you do, if you do this over and over and over, and you do it fast, the joint will wear out. And if the joint's worn out, then you can't keep the bone strong. Uh, you can't work the muscle because the muscle is attached to the bone. These are all really simple um, processes of how the human body works. And yet so many exercise programs, and you'll see them on social media every single day. You'll see them in the gym every day. You'll see personal trainers doing them where the, the force is going uh, not uh, compression force or traction force through the joint. The exercise is literally putting shearing forces at speed uh, wrecking the joint and then of course the person can't exercise because they've got a busted joint so if you want a beautiful body if you want a strong body if you want a body that can do all the things that you want to do whether it's make love to your partner or climb a mountain or go skiing or or be able to uh, live to 103 and I always share this example because one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life was a 103 year old man who, who was still working full-time he owned an olive farm he owned the farm and he was working actively on the farm every day when I met him, he was at the pub with his mates having a cigar, a glass of wine and a pizza. Uh, they were dancing at one stage in, in the afternoon and he shared with me via an interpreter that he was going home to make love to his wife at 103. That's fit, that's strong, that's mentally tough, that's mentally healthy. I would love that for everybody. And I don't believe we can do that if we give people exercise programs that waste their time, hurt their joints, uh, and they're long and slow and boring. So I'm asking from my heart to yours, please be the exercise professional, the coach, the human being, that if you want to have a healthy, fit, strong, beautiful body, you do the things that are going to keep it healthy, fit and strong for long and not bust it and break it. Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie and my goal as an exercise professional, as an educator, as the owner of the Max International Colleges, and this is, our college is designed for four things and Romax is designed for four things. How to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. Stay healthy, fit and strong. Safely, effectively and fast. Have a career or business that you love, which how can you do that if you've got a busted, broken, unenergetic body? Be financially free, which means you can enjoy your fit, healthy, strong body and your career. And then you enjoy the people in your life because you've got the energy to run around with your grandkids or you've got the energy to make love to your partner or you love what you see in your own mirror so you have a great relationship with yourself. Could that be a really good idea? So please, if you really want your body to work, find out how it works. Could that be a good idea? Mm -hmm.